Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of As the Leader Grows. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I am super excited to come to you today. I am a week out of a 12-day road trip, which was a little insane. Took a little R&R after Create Conference, which was insane. By the way, we've got some huge, huge news coming about cre- coming up about Create, um, not one time a year for Create but two times a year. So we're going to be Create Conference Dallas, Texas sometime at the end of July. We're working out details now, working on some uh, amazing, amazing friends to be a part of that as well. It is going to be, uh, it's going to be amazing. Absolutely cannot wait. So I took some little R&R time, about eight, nine days with my good friend, Master Jeff out in Calabasas, Uh, drove down to San Diego for a day, spoke to my good friend, Pete Middleton's EXP luxury team in La Jolla. And I wasn't planning on going to Vegas, and the next thing I knew, here I was. I was in Vegas at GrowthCon with my guy, Uncle G, Grant Cardone. Spent three days there and then finally came home and had to spend the weekend recovering from a 12-day road trip. But I want to talk to you about a couple people that I've that I've got to meet over the past couple weeks that have left a, uh, that have left a mark on my life. And, and there's a lot of times you meet people who have – I want to say the same DNA that you do, the same um, passion, same, like, same like-mindedness. I, I talk about that a lot, those characteristics when I talk about the three spheres of influence, community, circle, and corner, and about how in your community um, you need or your community is is made up of people who have that same passion, that same desire, that same drive. Two guys that I got to connect with last week, one I got to hear from, or actually both we get to hear from, but but one that I got to hear from at GrowthCon was Tom Brady. And everybody knows who Tom Brady is, seven Super Bowl rings, uh, the GOAT. He is the greatest of all time. Um, He's also a University of Michigan grad. Um, So I wish I would have had my Tom Brady Michigan jersey with me because I sure would have got it signed while I was in in Vegas. But there was one thing particular that Tom talked about that surprised me. And Grant was asking him some some one-on-one questions. And he asked Tom, what was the driving force – behind seven Super Bowls? What was the driving force behind becoming the greatest player of all time? And then you can debate whether or not he's the greatest player of all time, but man, it's hard to argue with seven Super Bowl rings and legitimately could have been eight um, had the Giants not made that ridiculous helmet catch. So he's asking Tom this question, and I thought the exact same thing that Grant thought. I thought Tom's answer was going to be, man, just this insatiable desire to win. This unbelievable desire to sacrifice everything in his life to become the best 
professional football player, the best quarterback of all time, so that he could win another Super Bowl and go down potentially as the greatest player of all time. And that's not at all what Tom said. As a matter of fact, you could you could feel the room shift. And there's, I don't know, 3,500 people there at GrowthCon this year in, in, in uh, Vegas. And Grant asked Tom that question, and Tom said, not at all. He goes, the num- there was two main motivators for me. Number one, I did not want to let the people down in my life that I loved. He goes, my family, my teammates, my coaches, the people that I cared the most about, that was the number one driver for me. And then he said this. He said, the second thing is, he goes, I love to celebrate championships with my teammates. He said, there's nothing like it in the entire world. And this is what he talked about. Then he talked about the journey. He talked about the journey. He talked about how every day I go out, I give it 110%. I give it everything that I've got. So when I step out on the field, I am as prepared as any person could be prepared to be able to compete and win that game. He said, but if I don't win, I'm okay because I know that I gave it my best shot. I'm sitting in my seat and I'm squirming about the same as Grant is because we're both like, what do you mean if you don't win, it's not okay? Because I'm competitive as they come. I don't if my if my 14 year old beats me at Rummy or Yahtzee, I lose my mind. I don't really lose my mind, but you know, I hate losing. I don't even like losing to my 14 year old, um, even in something as silly as Rummy or Yahtzee. Like I just I just don't like it. And so Tom just talked about. It. He said my two main motivators were I don't want to let people down that I love. And I love to celebrate championships and winning with my teammates. He goes, there's nothing like it in the world. And so I was, I was a little taken back. And you could tell that Grant, as he's interviewing Tom, was, was really – he really did not expect that answer to come from Tom. But just, Tom just talked about the journey. He just talked about the journey with the people he loved. He talked about the journey in, in chasing perfection and going after – you know, championships and going after being one of the greatest players or one of the greatest teams of all time or or and or being the greatest team in the league that year. And it was a, it was a confirmation for me on the journey. Because as guys, I say this all the time, it's never about the destination. It's always about the journey. Let me repeat that. If you're taking notes today, write this down. It's never about the destination. It is always about the journey. And I, so after that, I get home. I'm recording a podcast that we just dropped last week with my new friend, Sean Swarner. Um, for those of you guys who are going to be in Puerto Rico with me this week um, for our Puerto Rico Mastermind, for those of you guys that are listening to podcasts, and you're like, what is a Puerto Rico Mastermind? You can go to growstackdrive.com forward slash Puerto Rico growstackdrive.com forward slash Puerto Rico. I put my radio voice on there for you when I say that. Um, our mastermind, our GSD Elite Mastermind's coming up. We got 30, 40 people going to be there in Puerto Rico for a week. And Sean's coming in on Friday to speak. Now, Sean is one of the most amazing guests I've ever had on my podcast. And I'll give you just a brief background. Um, one lung, two terminal cancer diagnosis when he was a teenager. One at 13 years old, one at 16 years old. He's the only man in the history of the world to summit 
the peaks of all seven continents, including Mount Everest. That story is unbelievable, including Mount Everest. He's the only man to summit the highest peaks of all seven continents, skied to the North Pole and the South Pole, and to complete the championship Hawaiian Ironman triathlon. Absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I'm just, I'm blown away at the things this guy's done. I'm like, dude, like, tell me about your wife because she's got to be an, an amazing human being to be able to live with somebody that has that much drive, that much passion, that much, um, I would say, grit and determination not to give up. And then Sean and I walked through the, I mean, it's just always, it's always fascinated me. You know, people who you summit at Mount Everest. And he was just sharing part of the journey in there where like he lives in uh, Colorado now. And I think he said his, where he's at in Colorado is 7,000 square feet or 7,000 square feet, 7,000 feet in elevation, seven to 8,000. I think the tallest peak he said in Colorado is somewhere in the high 13,000 feet, just shy of 14,000 feet. He goes, what people don't understand is when you climb Everest, a couple things, number one, base camp is at 12,000 feet elevation, which is almost the highest point of Colorado. He goes, it's, it is, it is an unbelievable experience just to be in base camp, not let alone even get to the summit of Everest. And he said, another thing people don't understand because, you know, they watch movies and all the stuff about summiting Everest. They don't understand is that when you summit Everest, you spend several days at base camp going up and down portions of the mountain to be able to drop supplies so you can actually make it to the summit. And we're just, we're talking about that. And I was like, dude, like, tell me what that experience was like. Like, what was the experience like? you know, with, with your team and the people that you were with climbing Everest, like, did you lose anybody? Did anybody die? What was the most amazing thing that you experienced? And when he shared with me, one of the most amazing views that he had, he said, and he named the, the, the glacier that they were on. And it's just, he said, it's straight ice. And he said, on one side is a thousand foot drop. And on the other side is a 2,000-foot drop. I, I'm, I'm listening to him, and I'm like, I don't like heights. I was getting sick. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting nervous sharing this on my podcast. But when he was sharing this story, I literally put myself right in his shoes. And it was just it was terrifying to me to think. 1,000 feet on one side, 2,000 feet on the other side, and here you are. You've got this three- to four-foot path that you can walk on, and it's a solid sheet of ice. And he just, he just, he talked, walked me through, talked me through that journey of summiting Everest. And I said, tell me what it was like when you hit the summit. Like, tell me what it was, tell me what it was like when you stood there and saw the summit. And he said it was, he said it was really cool. He said, um, his brother, they had a sat phone, his brother, he was able to connect with his brother to tell him. And so his brother was able to reach out to his parents and just let his parents know, Hey, I just want you to know your son is one of few few people that have summited Everest and right now he's standing on top of the world. And we just talked about we talked about the summit and he goes, Ken, he goes, I'd already prepared myself. 
He goes, I knew the summit wasn't going to be because I heard, I heard a story. And this is the way we got in. This was, I asked him this question from, I heard John Maxwell share a story 20 plus years ago from 60 minutes that the majority of climbers on Everest don't perish on the way up. They perish on the way down because they really have no plan to now that they've summited the most difficult mountain in the world. They're just on their way back. And number one, it doesn't really leave them with the feeling that they thought it would. Number two, they didn't make plans to be able, and that once they summited, you know, and I see this beauty and I see this and I've accomplished this unbelievable feat. They didn't make plans to take anyone else to see that same view because for them, it was all about the destination. It was not about the journey. So today, this podcast is going to be brief, but if there's one thing that you take away from today, it really is about the journey. It is not about the destination. It is about the people that you meet. It's, it is why well, I'm recording this early Monday morning, just finished an F45 class. The sun's not even up yet. I'm sitting in my podcast studio. I was up at 4 a.m. this morning. You're listening to this podcast today. Listen, you're going to meet brand new people today. You're going to run to the grocery store and bump into somebody. You're going to, a, a coworker or a friend is going to introduce you to somebody that you need to know. And understand it really is about the journey. It's not the destination. The destination will always leave you wanting more. But if you learn to embrace the journey and to embrace the relationships and to embrace the amazing people that God puts in your life, I'm telling you the journey can be rich. The journey can be fulfilling. And then, as Tom Brady said last week at GrowthCon, it's not just about the destination or the winning of a Super Bowl. It's being able to celebrate the people that you celebrate with the people that you love. It's being able to have a group of teammates or your family or your coworkers or your community circle or your corner. It's being able to be with them. And understand that you accomplished something absolutely amazing. And guys, I'll be honest with you, that's really what our GSD community is all about. We set out almost three years ago. In about three weeks, we'll be we'll celebrate our third, our third anniversary of starting GSD. And really, when we started it out, it was just a passion that I had to help business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. Confidence, clarity, and community. And the one thing that we do really, really well that I think the one thing that we do that's world-class that no one else is doing is the community aspect is really helping people understand the power and the depth of relationships. And when you hear and you embrace really the concept and the principle, the truth of it's not about the destination. It really is about the journey. When you grasp that and you, and that gets into every fiber and the core of who you are, the DNA of who you are and how you live every single day and how you pursue becoming the best version of yourself, how you pursue, how do I build my confidence? How do I get clarity and how do I create community and amazing relationships? What happens is, is it causes you to slow down a little bit and it helps you get grounded. It helps you be present because it's not about the destination. It's not about Puerto Rico in our mastermind and getting and having, you know, 35, 40 people in our mastermind. It's not about 
announcing we're going to do another create conference in Dallas in July and front load that with a two and a half day mastermind for the people that are in our GSD elite mastermind. It's not about everything. It's not about the revenue numbers, records that we shattered in January. It's not about any of those things. It really is about the journey and it's about the relationships and the people that we meet and pick up along the way. And I want to encourage you today, guys. I was on two. I was on two webinars this this weekend. Number one, I was on my good friend Abbas Muhammad. He is um, one of the most amazing young men I've I've ever met. He's twenty five years old. I've shared his story in the past. He hosted a webinar for multifamily investors. I think he had seven eight hundred people register. And I, I was I was I opened the whole thing up on Saturday morning. And what did I talk about? I talked about how proximity is a cheat code about how it's all about relationships. And I think when you embrace the journey, because sometimes the journey sucks, sometimes the journey isn't what you think it's going to be. But when you have amazing relationships, I was on the phone yesterday, Gary Brecka texting back and forth with Gary, texting back and forth with Brent Gove, talked to Brent on the phone last night, texting back and forth with my guy, Master Jeff, texting back and forth with Vic Keller. I got a call on the calendar with Vic today. When you embrace the journey and the people that God brings in your life, the, des- the destination still is very clear. You're still very focused on where you're going, but you understand that it really is about the journey. And I spoke there, I spoke yesterday on a boss's call, and that's what I shared about was the power of proximity. And then um, Sunday, I spoke on my good friend, Adora Evans. I think she partnered with LA Times or one of the big newspapers out in LA to do this influencer summit um, that's helping um, sex trafficking victims. And I get on and what do I talk about? I talk about the power of relationships and I talk about the people that I get to spend time with and and how, and how great leaders really want something for people, not from people. And then she surprises me at the end of this, at the end of my talk and brings on my guy, Greg Reed. And as soon as I saw Greg, I knew I could just feel him. I said, Oh God, I'm going to ugly cry right here in front of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on this, on this webinar, I'm going to ugly cry. And I did. I just started talking about how grateful I was for Greg and how three years ago, three years ago, I think it was in April or May. It was right in the middle of COVID. I mean, COVID just had hit hard. And I'm in California. Three years ago, I'm in California, and Greg invited me to his home for about 90 minutes. And I sat. I'm, I'm just a. I'm a guy who just has a dream. I don't. I don't have anything. I don't have any. There's no create conferences, no GSD community. There's no half a million dollar revenue months. There's no hundred thousand dollar revenue weeks. There's no relationships with some of the people that I have relationships. There's nothing. All there is is a dream. And I got on that call yesterday, and when they brought, brought Greg in, I, 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 it was an ugly cry. So you just go back and ask Adora for the video. And I just said, guys, I, there's no way in the world I would be here if it weren't for a man like Greg Reed. I said, this man invited me into his home three years ago and said, King, you've got 90 minutes. And we wound up spending two hours together. And I'll never forget as I pulled out my planner to take notes, Greg looked at me and he goes, Ken, you're not going to need that. We're just two friends having a conversation. And that was the initial conversation that helped me really confirm to me the dream that God had put in my heart. I, I could do it. I could, I could, I could see this thing come to fruition. And here we are three years later running one of the top masterminds, running one of the, one of the top entrepreneur conferences in America because of a, of a man I 
was able to and fortunate enough to be able to sit in his living room. And his book, him and Sharon Lecter, who's also a dear friend and mentor as well, um, their book, Three Feet from Gold, was a game changer for me three years ago when I read it. Absolute game changer. But guys, that story, I shared that story just to just to kind of summarize the power of the journey and the power of the people that God brings in your life. But anyway, it's Monday, guys. Go crush it today. Listen, remember, it's not the destination. It is all about the journey. Slow down today. Be present. Get grounded. If that takes breath work, if that takes taking your shoes off and walking on the grass, if that takes getting the first 30 minutes of sunlight or the last 30 minutes of sunlight, get grounded. Be present because there are people in your life that deserve for you to be present and they deserve you to be the best version of you so you can make an impact on their lives. Guys, listen, if this podcast has blessed you and added value to you in any way, I would love for you to snap a screenshot, share it on your Instagram. Also, if you would, leave us a five-star review. That would mean the world to us. Again, new updates coming on Create Dallas in July. I'm working on some huge, huge names, some, some friends of mine and Randy Garn. Guys like Brendan Bouchard, guys like Jay Shetty. Um, it's going to be a fun. I'm telling you, Create Dallas is going to be insane. We'll be we'll have some stuff out on that in the next two to three weeks. That's going to be at the end of July. So we've got about five months, four or five months before we before we get there. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal time as well. Um, again, guys, thanks so much for being a part of this podcast, for downloading, for sharing. It means the world to me and my team. We absolutely could not, could not have the impact that we have if it weren't for you. Go crush it this week. Let's go. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.